Three days later, Papa arrived, and we gathered in the shabby parlor at the same table where Maman's body had lain. He'd missed the funeral. My job. I had things to do, he explained as the aunts clucked. But he was here now, and I clung to his hand, inhaling the smell of his sweat and tobacco. He had come to us just as I said he would, and we were safe. What shall you do now? Letonte declared. With a wife in the ground and this tribe she's left for you to raise on your own. Papa was quiet for a moment before he said, What do you suggest, mesdames? I jolted in my chair beside him. I have my job at a tavern, he added, with no room for children. A tavern, said one of the aunts, is no place for children, room or not. Aubazine is the only place. Let them gain the skills to support themselves and avoid their mother's fate. As I saw the scarce color drain from Julia's cheeks, I realized this Aubazine must be an orphanage, or worse. But we are not orphans, I protested, and I took pleasure in Letonte's horrified expression. They didn't care about us. They wanted us gone. But Papa would not let them. He would show them how wrong they were. I turned to my father. Papa, tell them we must live with you. I heard an imploring note in my voice that I tried to hide. But he didn't seem to know what to say. Then he muttered, Gabriel, the grown-ups are talking. You must trust we have your best interests at heart. We? I stared at him. He went on. Obazine, eh? He was looking over my head toward the aunts, lined up like my childish dolls in the cemetery. And you think the nuns will? Absolutely, they replied, with determined bobs of their chins. They cannot do anything else. The holy sisters of Aubazine have devoted themselves to such a cause. <laughs> Papa's grunt sent a shiver down my spine. And the boys? There are always families to take in boys, said the aunts, and I clutched at my father's hand, seeing now the cruel resolution in Letonte's eyes. Papa, please, I said forcing him to look at me. We'll be no trouble. We always sleep together, so we don't need extra room. Julia can take care of Antoinette and Lucien, and Alphonse and I can help you. We helped Maman all the time. We used to help her so, and I, I did errands for her. I'm good at it. I can work for you. We'll be no trouble at all, I repeated, speaking faster as I noticed a distance in his eyes that made my heart pound. He took his hand away, not with harshness, his fingers just unraveled from mine like poorly spun threads. I was holding on to emptiness. It felt as if he had already gone as he said quietly, I cannot. There is no room. He stood. As I gazed up at him frozen on my chair, he turned to the door. I lunged to my feet, 
running to him, trying to catch hold of his hand again as I cried, Please don't leave us. He cast a vague smile over my head at my aunts as he carefully avoided my grasping fingers. Madame, he said, you will see to it, yes? The necessary clothes and the rest of it. The aunts nodded in agreement. He looked down at me. Mon petit chou, he murmured. He ruffled my hair before he walked out. I couldn't move, hearing his footsteps fade down the stairs. Behind me, one of the aunts snapped. She has no shame, defiant till the end. I didn't wait. Before they could swoop over to grab me, I bolted after Papa. But when I ran into the street, I didn't see him anywhere. I spun about.